0: Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 58. Today we will discuss Stranger Things
1: season three. Woohoo! Yay. But before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for asking. I've had a really productive week and this past weekend we went to the santa cruz beach boardwalk which is really fun yeah i don't know if you've been there recently but they have these movie posters of what movies have been filmed at the boardwalk (gasps) oh cool so it looks like there's a total of four um that they mentioned Uh uh-huh and um one was a clint eastwood movie which i can't remember the name then of course the lost voice um what's the bumblebee bumblebee and us yeah. Yeah, but the cleanest one, I couldn't remember. Uh, something like Hinge, or I don't know, something uh-huh. I've never seen before. So, yeah, it was really fun and exciting. And um, we got stuck in traffic, of course, you know, good old Bay Area <laughs> traffic so but it was a great day yeah. yeah and my daughter has a new love for roller coasters which <gasps> is super exciting yeah and it's funny because she's terrified of elevators and i didn't think that she would like roller coasters but uh-huh. she wants me to take her back so that she can ride some roller coasters oh
0: that's gonna yeah. be so much fun mm-hmm. i'm excited yay yeah how have you been i am good good um i had a good week um i had um improv we had rehearsal we'll have a show next um week so a show yeah well yeah we get to perform
1: oh so can we all get an invitation
0: (laughs) i don't know about all (laughs) you can have an invitation that'd be cool (laughs) um and let's see what else. Oh, and then on Sunday also, I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. The Quentin Tarantino movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and uh, Margot Robbie. And mm. I loved it. I loved it. And I'll probably have to write a blog about it or do a video or something. But mm-hmm. I, maybe not everyone would love it, but if you know... Um, you know, it ties to the Manson murders, unfortunately, but um, it's like a spin on that. And just if you love everything about Hollywood and film and cinema in 1969, it's just Quentin Tarantino did uh, such a good job with just um, showcasing Hollywood. Cool. In that time. So, wow. Can't I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Awesome. So, but we're talking about Stranger Things set in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. I
1: love them 80s. So, what do you love most about the 80s? Well, I can't really say that I loved the fashion, but I think it's very mm-hmm. cool. I do, you know, it's part of the nostalgia yeah. and just the retrofit and it's so different. And, you know, there are some good moments about it. I thought it was fashion is so interesting how it just goes through. Um, it's almost like it's recycled through time. Yeah. It's like right now, like bicycle shorts are totally in like a full on spandex aerobics outfit i saw people at the boardwalk wearing that with fanny <laughs> packs so i'm all what yeah yeah the? fanny packs yeah so um what i what i i was born in the 80s and so what i could say that i love most about the 80s is friendship and the ability to play outside because oh, it wasn't as yeah. scary and you know yeah um that's just kind of still what you did Uh, In the 80s was you go outside, you ride bikes with your friends, you kind of get into mischief and hopefully you're safe that day. And you come home for dinner as soon as the sun starts to go down, you know, like, you know, um, without having a cell phone, what time it is. Yeah. You just knew. And like my mom would call our names off the balcony (laughs) when it was time. And we lived in a community where um, it wasn't. Far we were never really far from home. Through the day we yes. were, we would explore because my mom would be at work. Yeah. But I love the eighties uh, for that. What about you?
0: Oh, so I agree with you about the fashion. It wasn't um, my favorite. In you know, even in the things that we've discussed in the past, like I really like seventies. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And um, they were shoulder pads. And in even fifties. You yeah. know, I, there's just so. But yeah, I okay. I was a shoulder pad wearer. Yeah. It's so funny because I loved shoulder pads. It just, it, it, I, well, at the time I wore it well. So that's what I wore. Everyone but, did. <laughs> you're probably right because everybody mm-hmm. just needed those big, strong yeah. shoulders mm-hmm. and those oversized blazers yeah. and uh, all that other stuff. But I think what I, I feel I remembered and loved the most was the music because um, I really loved. Madonna, she oh. was like kind of it for me at that time. Everything was Madonna, 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 and um, you know Michael Jackson, and just just uh, music. Just, that's a yeah, good. music was a that's really. Um, I just love eighties music, so I would think I would say that's one of the things that I just love about the eighties.
1: That's cool. My sister in law had an eighties birthday party.
0: Oh, she did. Yeah,
1: and um, I did a lot of decor decor for her party. Um, where I even photoshopped her face onto movie posters. <laughs> so, like, she was on the Top Gun movie poster, yeah. like, Breakfast Club. Like, so I put her face on. Yes. It was so cute. And then... Um, movies, too. Cassette yeah, movies, tapes. Yeah. Like- yeah. Movies are the best. Yeah, movies. Sorry, I forgot to mention yeah, that, too. So. That is true. Well, there's so much to love about the 80s. But, like, first thing that pops to your mind, people, what do you love most about the 80s? Let us know what you think. You can follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter. You can subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. What do you love most about the 1980s era? We really want to know. Tell us. Okay, Diana, so tell me what your overall thoughts were on this season of Stranger Things. Oh, my
0: gosh. I thought season three was so good. Yeah, me too. I love the show. It always leaves me excited for more. And I think the sci-fi element is really cool because, you know, it gives you the suspense and horror. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the fact that it's in the 80s 80s is one of the best parts. Yeah. And it's fun to see things that you see throughout the season you know you remember those things you're like oh yeah I remember that and Mm -hmm. that was cool so I just you know I love that nostalgia yeah and also we get to see the kids as they grow up and they shift and change while dealing with love and tragedy and I just think it's a
1: really good show and I'm just really I cannot wait for season four me too I also thought it was great. You know, the children are older, and some are in love, which I really, really enjoyed. And I actually really enjoyed the Russians aspect, especially since that was a big political influence in the real time of the 80s, which reminded me of that movie, uh, Red Dawn. Yeah. With Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it seems to be influential and gave the show some factual synopsis. With an abstract perception. So I really, really love this show, too. Yeah, So good. You know, I think there was... Um,
0: it's funny, because you know that guy that's in it that's after Hopper, that mercenary guy or whatever? And I kept thinking, this reminds me of Terminator. And I oh, think yeah. that's what they were trying to do, oh. was, you know, connect it to that, too. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh. It, so, yeah. So, as Season 3 opens, it's 1984, Uh and Russia is trying to blast through a crack in the portal wall that Eleven sealed at the end of Season 2. Right. And their attempts fail, and the Russians aren't happy, and they give the scientists one year to get
1: it right. Oh, that's it? That's it. (laughs) Mm. Yes. And in the summer of 1985 in Hawkins, Indiana... They open up a mall called Starcourt Mall. Mm -hmm. And the people in the community, I would say, are upset. And they're upset because the mall is competing with the local small businesses and has even put out some of the businesses. Yeah. Which I think is pretty difficult to go through in a small town, especially when there's this huge mall. You you have to compete compete.
0: with it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's crazy. I kind of felt bad. Yeah. But do you know what else... Um, with that mall it was pretty interesting how they were able to use the mall uh the Russians they were using the mall as like their front you know yeah. their business their illegal activity and they had all these like um armed guards in the back door where you would normally go through taking you know, like the shipments um of the of the day and yeah. they were armed which was kind of interesting that they were armed but I guess that was mainly tor- toward the d- um evening time right
0: yeah
1: okay anyways they were armed and it was a russian laboratory like forever miles below ground
0: i know because you're thinking they're somewhere else yeah right and then all of a sudden they're not it's like it's right there yeah you
1: know which was conspired with the mayor because he was being paid to have this undercover and um so why not put the mall there which now we understand where the mall got funding yeah exactly you know they needed this to be there um and we saw what happened to our creep mayor oh gosh um, yeah thank goodness yeah he got his face bashed. Right. yeah <laughs> so <awesome>. i know <laughs> but you know uh it was funny as we were watching it and um they just go to the public records and like demand the floor plan for the mall and gabe was like can you just go and get public record like building records i'm like well possibly public records (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i feel like that's so uh, unsafe in today you know modern society like Mm -hmm. you never know what people are going to do with um that information they might be they might have some 30 mile bunker down below uh our center <laughs> row I, I know oh
0: wow <laughs> hmm. there's strange happenings going on there I know. I've, some people i feel like there's aliens among yeah, us so.
1: especially with all the building that yeah. goes on
0: okay so let's talk about mike and Elle because they are such a cute couple and go through so much during the season and in the beginning They're having so much fun being together, being silly, and making out.
1: Like sloppy making out. (laughs) No, they're cute. (laughs) I can't get over it.
0: Hopper isn't having it. I mean, you know, so he threatens Mike, which scares him. And he begins to ignore Elle and then lies to her to cover up why he isn't seeing her. And then she gets frustrated and ends up dumping him. And throughout the season... Elle has to battle the mind flare, and she gets hurt along the way. But Mike is always there for mm-hmm. her. He really does love her. and But he's just struggling to say
1: the words. I know. I loved when she was in her... Um, sorry. Trying to think of... Uh, I always call it the darkness. When she goes into her mind, yeah. and then she spied on Mike. Oh, and yeah. Lucas. Yes, and, um, yes.
0: I don't know Lucas what to call Lucas farted.
1: And, oh, and they're that's eating right.
0: Doritos. When she's, what is it? She's reading their, not reading their mind. She's, Telepathic.
1: like Yeah. Or, I always just call it the darkness just because I don't know what else to call it. And it's yeah. like the never ending story, the darkness. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. I feel like I relate those things together. But um, if you know what it's called out she's there. She's spying just on
0: them. How about that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's spying on yeah. them. And um, so then he, the, you know, he's t- totally going through it right like just torn up about it I know being broken up with her uh-huh. and then um, they end up going to the mall um, Mike and his friends and yeah and Elle and Max they go to the mall and then uh, I just thought it was super cute that he was shopping for her at the mall like oh, he was trying yes. to buy her a yes. gift Yes, uh-huh. and then he couldn't afford the place at the jewelry store like he wanted to buy her that little bear I think or something and uh-huh. it was expensive and and then when they see each other outside, he was so frustrated and was like, I was here shopping for you. And she's like, you lied. What about your grandma? <laughs> she cracks like, me up because she's so,
0: like. Literal? Yes. <laughs> Blunt and literal. Like, she just says whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it might be. She's still You learning. lie. You yeah.
1: lie. <laughs> yeah. She's getting better, huh? She's learning more. Yeah. But they are pretty cute. I just, uh, whoo, I couldn't take that, take that make out session i just it was just too Aww, much like eh, i liked eh, it eh, <laughs> eh, eh, i thought it was so oh, cute oh, yeah, i, I loved it okay. that's so funny i would have been like hopper like
0: <laughs> i know open the three three inches what the three hell are you doing in there
1: <laughs> i know <Hey>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then when after he threatens mike and mike isn't there anymore he's in the car and he's all happy i mean he is like floating on cloud nine he's like so proud of himself you know it's it's so funny i yeah. thought i'm like oh my god such yeah. a typical dad so happy that is he's getting his way he doesn't care what his daughter feels like exactly. and that she's suffering exactly. he's like yes i don't have to worry about this yeah
1: that was so cute i was so happy to see these characters mm-hmm. finally so what did you think about Max and Elle and Lucas and Will. Well, you know, Elle and Max, I love that they were able to bond. And it was funny when they were both in Elle's room and then Hopper comes home and he's like, I told you three... Oh, and it was Elle and Max <laughs> hanging yeah. out. Um, and so then eventually we see them go to the mall, the two girls, and they got makeovers. And they are both having their boy drama. And Max wanted to help Elle understand that she is her own person and not Mike's property, which I thought that was really cool to have for Elle to have that girlfriend experience. Yeah. And... Um, Max and Lucas, they've already broken up a few times, and so Max feels like she's got some experience under her belt and that she can give some pretty good advice to Elle. Um, They're also... Elle and Max, they're on to Billy, and they go looking for him, and then Elle, she's been having these visions, you know, with Billy and, well... From what we saw was it appeared to be Billy as a child and his mother right. and then the ocean. Yeah. And so we get to see that puzzle piece put together. And then at the very end, we understand what that was all about yeah. and how that was useful yes. to her. But it freaked me out when Elle confronted Billy in that, um, yeah. the darkness uh-huh. because he looked right at her. And I did he know. grab her?
0: In the darkness? I can't remember
1: exactly, but she just started... When she started falling back. She fell back, yeah. yeah. And so that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, is is, is he going to trap her in there? I know. Or, or is, like, yeah. what's the plan? Like, yes. I don't understand. So I freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that they, uh, you know, were the two to, op- like, to start the investigation process. Um, and, you know, of course, with Will... Um, he's he doesn't have a girlfriend, and I, I know. his mom brought that up, and you know it's I don't think that he needed that. I think that he was just missing his buddies, and he really wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons all summer long. Yeah, so that was so cute. It like melted my heart. I know it really did. I did. Me too. Yeah, you know, and uh, he's just been in such an interesting place, being um, possessed. Uh, by the Mind Flayer in season one and going through the recovery in two. And so he just needed that with his friends. And he wasn't able to get that because now they're in a different place.
0: I love Will, too. I don't know. He's he didn't have like a major part in this, but I really felt for him. Yeah. For all the things that you just said, because that's how I felt too, he, that he feels like he's a fifth wheel.
1: Yeah.
0: And, but he's still getting those tingles on his neck and he yeah. knows what that means. Mm-hmm. It means that the mind flare is close. And I think at first he's like, why am I getting this? You know, there shouldn't be a reason this is happening when he, when it first happened at the movies. And right. so... You know, he just wants to be a kid. Mm-hmm. He just wants to like you said, play Dungeons and Dragons and mm-hmm. but everybody else is, you know, getting girlfriends, being in couples. Everybody I mean Yeah. Everybody's paired up. Yeah. Yeah. Except for him. So and I was thinking, man, this is such a big thing for a young person to go through.
1: Well and um, it happens to Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember going through that in my childhood, so right. that's oh
0: and and to add to it everything that he was you know, yeah, all being, possessed, yeah, possessed, and, and kidnapped or whatever yeah. you want to call it, uh, yeah. you know, down in this upside down yeah. world. So
1: this tragedy in yeah. this town.
0: Yeah. So he's dealing with a lot, but yeah. um, I I think he's a really good actor. The actor that portrays this role,
1: mm-hmm. I, I like him. Yeah.
0: So and then there's Dustin. Dustin, and he's been away at a month long camp where he meets his girlfriend, Susie. Susie. And um, (laughs) he shows his friends the radio tower he built to communicate with her, but he can't connect with her. And then they don't
1: believe him. She's just as hot as Phoebe Gates. (laughs) Even hotter. I love that. I love that.
0: (laughs) And um, but after they all leave, he hears a Russian message. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, goes to figure it out, and you know, meets up with Steve. Mm -hmm. But one of the best parts with Dustin is when. This is that toward the very end when he finally connects with Susie and he needs that equation to save the world and um Susie doesn't give it to him until you know he sings with her Ugh. and and he doesn't want to, and she hangs up on him and then. says, no, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. (laughs) And then right before he does it, he's all, oh, shit. (laughs) Because he knows. Turn around. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) It was so, like, so unexpected. And the fact that they sang so well, and the fact that they cut to everybody, including the adults as they're all listening in on this, them singing this, it was (sighs) so gosh darn cute. I just loved it. It's like in the middle of like, you know, they're about to be murdered, killed, massacred, whatever. And this is like, no, no, wait.
1: (laughs) Okay. It's been like a full three weeks since we finished the season. And that song is being sang in our house every single day.
0: I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Every day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just love it. And
1: Gabe was like, he he had to learn every word to the song. So he did. On our way home in traffic from the boardwalk, Uh he was learning the song. It's crazy. (laughs) But, yeah, that was my favorite. Um, I love that. And I just love how Dustin, um, he befriended Erica. Yeah. um, Once he... You know, met up with Steve and Robin, and then they had to do their excursion. I just loved how he accepted her. He took her under his wing, you know, and he teased her. He was like, you're a nerd. And she's like, what do you mean I'm a nerd? And she's like, she's a mall rat. Yeah, she's definitely a mall rat, but Just he called funny. her out on being a nerd because he's all, "What do you think my little pony is?" you know, like and he goes off on this whole like tangent about my little pony. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh my god, you're right." <laughs> Which I thought was so cute. So I loved their friendship um when they went down to Save Stephen. Yeah,
0: Robin. I, I missed at the
1: very beginning that it was um, Lucas's sister. Oh, I don't even remember at the until the end. I'm all, wait, what?
0: Right. Well, he's the one that calls her a mall rat. Like in the beginning, when they're walking to the mall, they're that like arguing with each other, yeah. and I thought they were just two people arguing with each other. I didn't realize it was his little sister. Yeah. So that was that was funny. So I'm like, cute. Oh, that's his sister. That's his sister. So <laughs> funny when she goes to get the ice cream. She's she wants all to taste all the samples so that she doesn't have to pay for it. I know. She's actually pretty smart. So, I mean, you know, she it fits right in with yeah. that whole group, even though she's younger.
1: And a cute little actress. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that they brought her in. Yeah. So thank you, Duffer Brothers, for mm-hmm. bringing her in there. That was amazing. Um, so speaking of Steve and, Steve and Robin, and Erica, um, Steve and Robin, they're the two that worked together at the mall, the ice cream shop, and it was called... Um, scoops ahoy ahoy. yes thank you i thought that was really (laughs) it was so interesting to see where steve is at in this place and it was like he's doing this cheesy job position and yeah like they have a slogan that they have to say to every customer and then robin has uh tallies in the back because he's trying to hit on as many girls as he can and he just he can't score with anyone uh, even that's though that's because he works at Chip Chip Scoops, Scoops Ahoy but he's just not I know. he doesn't have that swag like he used to anymore I know
0: it's like he's kind of you know but I love him though he's he's so I love him yeah Yeah. he definitely
1: redeemed himself in um, the end of season one and then all all the way through in season Mm -hmm. two I love him so much but then Erica she yeah like you said she tastes every uh, flavor at the ice cream shop so it's like she doesn't have to purchase her own ice cream yeah Um, and then when Dustin visits Steve and then he informs him of their Russian correspondence that he interfered And then they decide that they want to translate a recording in Russian. And they were able to succeed with the help from Robin because apparently Robin can speak four languages. And she cracked that code so fast. Smart girl. So without her, what were they, you know, what would they be? But it didn't make any sense. It was just a code for once you get down there. So they were able to use that.
0: But, yeah, she figured that Eventually, out, too, yeah. what that
1: meant. Even though they translated it, they still didn't know, know what, what it, it meant. meant. But yeah. she figured it out. Exactly. So then in order to get into that secret Russian lab, they needed the help from Erica because she's small. Enough I know. To, yeah, she's just tiny enough to climb around those air ducts. Uh-huh. And I love that they made her that helmet with the flashlights on it so that mm-hmm. she could see through. And yeah. then she had the walkie. I'm sure that was Dustin because he has
0: inventions, you know, left and right.
1: Yeah. With every, you know, he's such a good inventor. I know. So as long as she was going to get her free ice cream for life, she was willing to do it, which I don't know about you, if you would risk your life for free ice cream for life. <laughs> but hey, when you're that young, maybe yeah. you would. Yeah. <laughs> and then Steve and Robin, when they're compromised down below in the lab, and then they get tied up and Being. drugged, beaten. Yeah, Steve gets beaten. Um, I don't know if they beat up. They
0: did slap her around. Yes, they did. Oh, but I think okay. they... Not they...
1: badly, huh? Yeah, not as bad as steve but still it.
0: they did i'm like holy crap but i think that they really beat
1: yeah yeah so then they steve beat went. their asses and then they drug <laughs> them with that truth serum shot in the neck uh-huh that reminded me of true lies from arnold schwarzenegger oh, and jamie lee courier yeah. that's pretty funny uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so after they beat up steve um that happened and then he looked in really bad shape i thought he needed a doctor i mean when you're that badly beaten like you you need to go to the hospital I know. um and so i was scared for robin um after she spit in that colonel's face i was uh. like oh dang well mm-hmm. why did you do that you never spit." In- oh my god just that's just terrible but i'm glad that you know he didn't do anything to her right then and there like any further yeah um because it could have been really bad Um, And then that truth serum got them so messed up that they were so funny and like high. Um, So when Dustin and Erica rescued them and then they brought them back up to the mall and then they ended up in the theater, which then Erica ended up losing Steve and Robin after Dustin made sure that she didn't lose them, but Uh she did. And um, they ended up crashing uh, off of that truth serum in the bathroom. Which I thought was really, well, first of all, very unsanitary to be hanging over the bathroom the way that they were.
0: It's so funny. I kept saying, they're just, like, all over the toilet. And and then they showed them throwing up. And I'm like... Ooh, yeah. and I thought oh they're hugging the toilet and they're hugging this I'm like oh so why nasty. are you guys doing that I mean I know it's they're just props it's not really real and they're just doing it but I'm thinking oh get away from the toilet <laughs>
1: don't get on the floor I know but <laughs> they're so, so out of it yeah I know, I know. <gasps> and then Steve thought that he was falling for a Robin mm-hmm. which I think was also like help from dustin because he had like kind of encouraged him to think that oh he's like come on look at her like she's perfect she's so awesome yeah and then dust or and then steve was like oh and then i think i love you now and yeah she's like telling this story about how um she felt in high school and she's like oh you never saw you never noticed and she was basically coming out as gay yeah and steve was pretty cool about it and i was so proud of him (sighs)
0: I really loved that part because uh-huh. it was very unexpected, but it was done so well. I felt she was so brave. Even though she had truth serum, it was, com- it was p- passing them. So I really feel like she told him of her own free will. and um, And I loved how he just accepted it and they're just going to be buds and good friends. Mm-hmm. I just really... Thought that was a really good thing to write in there. Yeah. So I, I just, it was a good moment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so Nancy and Jonathan, oh, they yeah. both work at Hawkins Gazette. Right. And she is dying to be a journalist and respected by her peers, but instead, gets coffee for the men who constantly belittle her, which drives me crazy, Mm -hmm. while Jonathan is a photographer. Yes. And Nancy gets a lead, which happens to be a rat possessed by a mind flayer, which leads them to so many more revelations. And at one point, the boss and colleague are possessed by the mind flayer at the hospital, and they fight
1: and they fight with them which is so intense that hospital scene is so intense well the boss is that lifeguard's dad the yes the female I lifeguard her name. Yeah. I her name too. which i that totally threw me off and i was like oh my gosh that's crazy yeah um that, first of all, like, when Billy was at their house for dinner, I was like, oh, that's trippy. I was just tripped out, you know? Yeah. And now that you're saying that the rats were possessed, it was rounding up all the rats to build the mind flare, And um, I just think that was so disgusting. Like, when they all just turned into... They I exploded and I then turned into a blob. And then they... Like you see the rat in the old lady's house that she had it in the cage. Yes, where um, they were investigating her house and mm-hmm. like the 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 Gazette men uh, employees thought that Nancy was, you know, just you know she needs to do what she's supposed to do and go get the food I and know. go get yeah. the coffee uh-huh. and they were so mean to her. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but she went over there anyways to the lady's house and investigated talked to her and that lady was saying that they were the rats were eating all the fertilizer yeah and then she caught one of the rats and so jonathan was taking pictures of that crazy rat yeah and then as they were leaving that rat exploded and yes. then you see it like ooze out of the cage down somewhere i forget now if it went into yeah. like, the basement or like right. a drain pipe or something i'm not sure but the lady obviously then she was um Possessed. Right. Eventually. And yeah, it's just crazy how the mind flayer's body was sculpted by yeah. rats and yeah. then humans later. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Billy, woo. <laughs> Billy is a lifeguard, and all the girls, including the women moms, <laughs> love them some Billy the lifeguard. And at the pool, the women know what time he'll be clocking in. Yeah. And he walks around looking hot and sweaty (laughs) with his red shorts and his curly mullet Uh and his mustache. And we see Mike's mom just eyeballing Billy. (laughs) And she, well, he makes a date with her. And they're supposed to meet at the motel. But Mm -hmm. then on his way there, he ended up crashing his car and becoming possessed by the mind flare. And he's told to build what he sees. And so he ends up possessing many other people from the community. Meanwhile, I don't remember seeing any missing person signs posted <laughs> yeah, around no. Hawkins. Did yeah, you? No, no, That's not that I recall. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there should like there were so many people right. that were just like out of it. You would have thought, but then there were some moments where they were still possessed, but still interacting with people it just seemed kind of odd that yeah. they were not That's themselves. True. Uh-huh. Um and anyway, he is so scary and his veins, those black veins and they were so big and he was so sweaty all the time. He just he, he grossed me out so much. I was just <laughs> I know, like ew every time I watched him like gross. <laughs> and then, you know, of course he ended up dying in the battle of the mind flare with the help from Eleven. So, you know, Billy is
0: such a you know, he's he's a bad guy, right? He's considered the bad guy, but he's such a cute bad guy, which, you know, probably makes it even better, right? And I really love this actor. I actually looked him up afterwards (laughs) because I was just so intrigued. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I like how the kids decided to heat Billy up. Oh, yeah. You know, by putting him in the sauna to test if the Mind Flayer was really in him or not, since they know the Mind Flayer doesn't like heat. Right,
1: because Will, they did that with Will. Oh, okay. I I can't remember
0: when that was. Yeah, using that knowledge Mm -hmm. now, which was great because that's how they figured out, you know, he was Mm -hmm. possessed by the Mind Flayer. Right. And so then, you know, Elle again has to battle the Mind Flayer, and it always takes so much out of her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, you know, I was like, how many nosebleeds can I know, one person exactly, get? Exactly, and you um, think, and
0: I think, because I know in the first season, it was every time that she would use her power, she it would drain that energy mm-hmm, from her. Yeah, I think she just so... got stronger. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So now, I I don't know, it worries me every time she has to battle it, you know? Well, I don't think she can
1: anymore. Or at least at this point, Mm -hmm. at the end of the show, we saw what happened to her. But, um, yeah, that scene was really intense uh, with the kids playing Chance. And I thought someone was going to die. And the reason why I thought that someone was going to die was because earlier that day um, Gabriel, my eldest son was like, Oh mom, I read, I got a spoiler and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm bothered by this now. I shouldn't have looked at it. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, he, I was like, okay, well without spoiling it, like, what are you talking about? He's all, well, somebody dies. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh gosh, I don't want to know. And I walked out of the room, you know, but he on Instagram, like, you know, he, he looked and he was like, Oh, And so later on, after we saw the person who died, he's like, well, that's what I saw. That's who I... And I was like, oh, gosh, I thought it was a kid that died. Like, I was expecting a kid to die. I was like, is Elle going to die? Or is Mike going to die? Or is somebody who, like, I don't even know. Is his sister going to die? Like, Max? I don't know. Uh So I was tripping out. Um, But the kids were so brave. And we see the mind flayer trying to manipulate Max. And he was basically inside Billy, like, oh, I didn't mean to do it. And he was crying and being soft and kind of playing with his sister because he or it knew how that it could possibly yeah. get to mm-hmm. you know, get what it wants so that was a really intense scene for me to see I was like
0: Okay, so let's talk about Joyce and Hopper. So Joyce works at a local shop when Hopper visits her to vent about how upset he is about Elle and Mike kissing all the time. And it's so funny, as we discussed earlier, about a dad dealing with his teenage daughter. And I think Joyce offers really good advice, telling him to have a heart-to-heart, but we know he ends up threatening Mike. Mm -hmm. Um, But at that point... Hopper asks Joyce out and she accepts as a friend because she is still mourning Bob's death. So she ends up missing this date because she's trying to figure out what is happening with the magnets and because she missed it, he gets frustrated, which leads to resentment throughout the season and it ends up being pretty comical for the most part.
1: Yes, I thought that was really cute, and he was really looking forward to the to their date, and he even had his assistant purchase him an outfit from the mall, which, oh, actually it came. I think it came from J C pennies No, I think I heard yeah something about J C pennies Yeah, Yeah. because she showed up with the bag for Uh him, and she's like, "I got it," and it was the Miami Vice T shirt uh or the button up shirt. And, um, so then, you know, he is, so, and it's funny that he ended up looking like Miami Vice cause it's eighties. And then, um, he's also law enforcement. Right, so that right. was, and then, but he's in like Indiana, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So I thought it was really cute, um, that he was dressed like that. And then when he gets to the restaurant, he, he orders the, um, Chianti, Ch- mm-hmm. right. But yeah. he, the, the waiter's like, Chianti, like, uh-huh. so snobby, <laughs> Um, and you know, he ends up, you know, getting kind of drunk, because Joyce never shows up, right, right, I thought Yeah. Was, oh, I was like, darn, because she's over there with the teacher, the science teacher, yeah, and the kids. Yeah, trying to figure it out. We got the magnets, which she went to Hopper first about the magnets, right, and then, did she go to Hopper? She just, no, I she went to the teacher first about the yeah, magnets, because yes, she figured it out, yeah. but I wanted to talk about the store. The store that she's yeah. working at uh-huh. was Bob's store. Right, because he was a oh, pharmacist. I think you're right. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So she took over the business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was really sweet. But, um, you know, Joyce, she is so concerned for the safety of the children and Will, her son, of course. And then so, yeah, when she blew off Hopper for dinner, um, I just thought that Joyce was really on to something. And she is becoming a really great investigator. And I think that's really cool. I do.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that about her. That she's just following what she needs to get done, what she needs to do.
1: Yeah. She's
0: her own woman.
1: Totally. (laughs) You know, like, and I was going to mention this later, but like coming from season one to season three, like she's really evolved into a character. Uh Like season one, I'm watching it right now with the kids and she's just like all over the place. I mean, of course, her son is missing and she thought he died. But even before that, she was just kind of like, Zzz, you uh-huh. know, just like, oh, what is this lady's like tripping. Um, and then Joyce and Hopper, they uh, go to the, that Russian Terminator's, uh, uh, I guess it's his, not his house. Oh, it's like their safe house type, mm-hmm. um, because he, Hopper, interrogates the mayor. And then he finds out where to look for these Russians, okay. right? Yeah. And so then Joyce and Hopper, after beating the crap out of the mayor, <laughs> busting his nose, <laughs> um, Joyce and Hopper head over to that safe house and find their uh, basement yeah. where they have their um, technology going on. Where then they run into some trouble, and then they they kidnap one of the,
0: yes. the scientists
1: um, doctors. And um, Alexi, Alexi. Mm -hmm. And he was just so helpful. I mean, at at first I was not sure um, how this was going to go down. I thought many times that he was going to escape and um he even hopper gave him the keys yes at one time yeah, yeah. and then he he's like no he he trusted his, his instinct yes And was like did. no he has nowhere to go if he had somewhere to go then he would have already been gone like you know yeah. he, he knew and so we see Alexi drive away and then he reverses and he comes back
0: yeah
1: um but uh I was really sad when they Killed Alexi because he really bonded with Murray. He did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. We have a new member. And yeah. he was going to learn English. And
0: he you loved know,
1: Slurpees. Slurpees from 7 <laughs> Eleven. Cherry, not Strawberry. He got all snobby when he got given yeah. the Strawberry Slurpee. And then Murray was going to introduce him to Corn Dogs. And then that <laughs> Terminator guy. Yeah, um,
0: I kept calling him the Terminator him. guy too. That's yeah. so
1: funny. I'm a, you dun, know the Terminator. I
0: know the Terminator guy.
1: Yeah. Why did his voice sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? It I don't did. Know. <laughs> I was like, hey. So I was going to bring that up later yeah. too because I think that that's like a homage to uh-huh. the Terminator, right. which is yeah. the 80s as well. Yeah. So, but um, he reminded me of the
0: other the you know the other guy the police the guy dressed in the police outfit all, all the time.
1: Oh, not the Arnold Schwarzenegger. He reminded ever. me of Arnold because his, his voice okay. sounded like this. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's true. Yeah. So. Oh, so then, um, so before Hopper disappeared into that Russian lab in the uh, underneath the mall oh. when they destroy the wall, the machine the, the, to
0: destroy the the portal portal from yeah. opening. Yes. Um.
1: You know, they set up a new date like they were supposed to meet. I know. Uh, so
0: I don't know. I'm
1: not sure if Hopper's gone, but. Um, I hope not. At
0: that point, it made it seem like he was. I really thought that that thing blowing up blew him up, too. Or anything yeah. in its vicinity. Yeah. I think, it. you know, that's what we were all led to believe. Because that's even what Joyce thinks. Yeah. That he's dead. Right. And um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. But yeah, I was really sad. It was because it was... I mean, the whole time they're arguing, the whole time I'm thinking, there's just no way these two can be a couple because, (laughs) I mean, he's a bit controlling, right? And it's like, no, she's her own woman. Let her do what she needs to do.
1: And so. uh, So they both have strong heads. They do. So then he had that phone number to call for the emergency, like, I guess in case this were to happen again. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, I left a message right and he talks to the gentleman on the phone, on the other end and he's like well call have him call me back and Joyce says all what did he say he's like I left a message she's like what, you left the message? No, give me that phone. She dials the number back. She's like, you get him on the phone right now. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. he's like, okay, hold on. And then he put, he connects her. Like, yeah. she gets what she wants. Yes. So yeah. I think that Hopper's just like, oh, la, la. I know. Me like his is. <laughs> of course he loves, you know, of course he is. I know he's yeah. gaga He's got to, like, keep yeah, the yeah. reins on her, though, which yeah, yeah. I think he just loves that yeah. about her. She's very, like, a little firecracker. hmm Um, And speaking of the mind flayer, he, you know, I keep calling the mind flayer a he. It very well could be a she. (laughs) That's true. But it (laughs) was reawakened in the 1985, and it took control of Billy and many other humans, as we know, and those rats, too. Yeah. And they were feeding them chemicals, and the rats were eating the fertilizer. And then the humans were feeding on, like, antifreeze or whatever other chemicals that they were finding evidence of. And the bodies would melt down into, like, this puddle of slimy grossness. Mm-hmm. And then that would essentially grow an entire new body. And it reminded me of The Blob. Oh. Hello. Like, talk about nostalgia. Like, these Duffer brothers must have, like, <laughs> really done their research. <laughs> I remember seeing The Blob when I was a little girl. But I was going to say The Blob's from, like, oh, my gosh. like I saw it in the 80s, so oh, I don't even know how old it is. Oh,
0: but. no. There's, like, an old movie. Mm.
1: Like, uh, like black and
0: white, old movie. I remember, I'm sure there was a, probably a remake, uh-huh. I guess, in yeah. the 80s. Is that I what guess, you
1: think it was? I guess because I think it was like a purplish color. Yeah,
0: no, this was a black and white movie. All I remember when I was a kid watching this Bob and...
1: I was really little. I was afraid of that blob. I was I'm too. I'm like, oh, and my now, God, look, there's a blob. Our kids get to see somewhat of a blob, the blob. <laughs> yeah. you know, reference yeah, to it. So, and so then I get to teach the kids, like, oh, this reminds me of the blob. And they're like, yeah. what's the blob? <laughs> so it's cool. Like, it just keeps on going. Yeah. Um, and that just keeps growing into that crazy big, you know, thing. And I actually thought when it was in the mall, I'm like, holy shit, is it even bigger than it was, like, like how is it so big? You yeah, know, it it's huge. You're right. So You're right. It's huge. But then, of course, like as we know now, how it grows
0: yes. with human, like yeah. or,
1: adding people yeah, or entities fuel to the fire. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So that thing was pretty. Oh, yeah. I'll let you help <laughs> yeah. <How> out with <laughs> yeah. this discussion. I'm getting really heated in here because it just yeah. So yeah. speaking of the mind flare in the mall.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the battles. Let's talk about it. So at the hospital, that mind flayer is chasing Nancy, and Jonathan tries to lure it away, and then she gets trapped in the room. And it's so funny how it, like, boils down. I don't know what it does, and it, like, gets itself through the...
1: the underneath, underneath the
0: door. Underneath the door. Yeah. Uh, And then it rebuilds itself back up. And it's like attacking or, you know, trapping her. And then she gets down on the ground. don't get down on the ground. Don't get down on the ground. She gets down on the ground. And then it's like right over her. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm thinking, what could possibly, how is she ever going to get out of this? I really thought that. And it opens its teeth. It's all. "Ah." And then I'm thinking, it reminded me of Alien.
1: Mm, Yeah,
0: And so I'm like, holy crap. But then Elle comes busting through and beats it up and...
1: Throws it out the window. Throws it
0: out the window. It goes flying and splats. Yeah. They all go running out. (laughs) And you're thinking, okay, maybe they're thinking, I'm sure it's dead. But no, what does it do? It it sucks it like Terminator. It sucks itself up together. Gets itself to the sewer and mm-hmm. goes down yeah and they're like holy crap
1: right and so the kids were there at the hospital because i forgot
0: oh they went to go see mrs driscoll because she was oh. possessed by or because of the rat thing and all that so they were going to visit her but then she ended up being gone she turned into that blob probably. Right. yeah probably that yeah. was the reason they were going there i yeah. believe yeah and then
1: it's just crazy that um that uh, Nancy had to battle her boss. Yes, and um, her her colleague. colleague. Yes, yeah, the guy from Starship Starship Troopers. Yeah, I forget his name. He's a Busey. Busey, yeah, 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 yeah. him. And so, um, gosh, he's he plays such a a jerk. Yes, he, a he plays her. a
0: good jerk.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was that was trippy, and they they were so creepy, scary too. They were. Yeah. Well, because
0: these are two full-grown men. Mm-hmm. And you've got two teenage... Maybe they're adults, but only by number, right? They're still pretty young, Jonathan yeah. and Nancy. And so yeah. you're, you know, fighting them. Yeah. And I was thinking Jonathan was hurt bad. I was like, oh, my God. I know. Um, But but the good thing was that by hurting one of those um, possessed mind flayer people, you hurt the other one. So it was good because um, when Nancy was stabbing one... You know, it, the other one was affected and didn't yeah. hurt Jonathan and vice versa. Yeah.
1: I, I still thought, like, someone was going to die. I was like, oh, yes. okay, great. So is Nancy going to die or yeah. is Jonathan going to yes. die? Because my son told me somebody dies. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's very stressful. It was,
0: it, that's why it was such a good episode. You you yeah. felt the suspense and you were scared for them. And it yeah. was so felt so real, even though, you know, here's this monster chasing you. I was, it was
1: so good. And it the was, hospital was it. silent. There was nobody around. Yeah. On the floors that Nancy and Jonathan were on. Yeah. So that was trippy. Yeah. And then they
0: go to the cabin, Hopper's cabin, because you know, they try to regroup and get weapons and and, and they know that it's after L because, you know, L's the one that closed the portal, and so it wants to get rid of L. And so here it comes. And and uh, Will gets those chills on his neck again, and here they go fighting with it again. I know. And it's it's tentacles or whatever it is is, you know, coming in and Yeah, coming through yeah. everything. I mean yeah.
1: Lucas was able to
0: cut oh, yeah, one with the all...
1: with a uh, hatchet, maybe yeah. a um a- an axe. Ax. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was that was so crazy that yeah. it had all those things with the teeth. Yes. And ew, those must be the teeth from the people that it's turned on Oh my gosh. Into. Maybe it
0: is. Ew. I don't
1: know. But it was scary and yeah. it gets it gets L. It does grab onto L and it's dragging her. And then, is that the one that Lucas chopped its. Um, uh, Possibly. One off. Yeah. yeah. So then um, she's all chewed up and beaten. And then they end up at that uh, store. The store, convenience the store, the convenience store. And then they're looking for supplies. And Max is really good with her medical. Um, skills, Yes. like, they're like, oh, we're just, we need Band-Aids or something. Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you talking about? We need to stop the bleeding. And then we need to clean. Or, like, they were yeah. like, where's the peroxide? Like, yeah. it was just, and they're all, we need a bowl. And they're all, a bowl? Like, they don't even know <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> And then they open up that wound and it's just like disgusting.
0: It is. It's all bubbling and everything. And yeah. They do. Oh, I know. They're trying to dig it out. And she's all, no, 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 stop. And she's screaming. Elle is like screaming. I believe her. I'm like, I'm there with you, girl. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She tells him to stop, and she ends up getting it out, using her mind to get it out.
1: Yeah. Her hand, she's like, drawing it out, and then she, like, throws it across the room. Yeah. But that, at that part, though. It tells you where they are. Well, but she
0: loses her powers. Oh, right. At that point. It's like, is it, it in that little
1: blobby thing? I don't know.
0: Oh. It's so weird how she lost her powers. She lost
1: her powers, and then Billy comes. Um, well, then they end after. up
0: going to the Starcourt
1: Court Mall. Yeah, well, and... that's where it happened. That's where the that's where she extracted. Oh, the thing. I thought
0: it was at the convenience store. They just bandaged her store. up at the convenience oh, store. I Billy see. came to
1: the convenience store. Saw the blood. So, like, he already knows. Yeah. Um, how to find her because it's attached to yes, her. Yes, yeah. And then he sees the bloody mess, which yes. was a ton of blood on right. the floor. It's gross. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. Then he follows them yes. to... Um, she pulls it out from her leg yeah. in the mall, oh, throws it. Oh, it was in the mall. Yeah. And then Billy's outside. yeah, yeah, And then okay. the car, he took the alternator from the car so they couldn't start the car yes. to, like, go over mm-hmm. here. I was like, oh, my gosh, why are you separating <laughs> yourselves? Like, what the is going on? yeah. It was craziness. Yeah. And that battle
0: was an epic battle because yeah. then they had to fight. All of them had to fight because Elle wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. And then Billy goes and, you know, knocks out his sister mm-hmm. and Mike, because he's trying to get Elle and he gets her and he brings her to the Mind Flayer and presents her to him or it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um but she wakes up, Elle wakes up and touches his face, and at that moment she kind of, you know, retells him what she sees and sees him on the beach and the seagulls and about the seven-foot wave or however big the wave was, and that just, like, made him stop and... um as she keeps talking to him, of course he's his memories coming back. He's like waking up. Billy is waking up. And uh she's she fighting it for sure. Yeah, and she says, Your mother, she was really pretty. Oh I think that just like got him. Mm-hmm. So then he turns and uh he fights against the mind flare. Or not fights but sacrifices himself so that it'll come to him and it's digging all of its tentacle things right through him stabbing him and And, um max and mike come running up and they're seeing all of this and mm -hmm. it's oh my god it's heart-wrenching because one of the oh i mike i'm not mike sorry uh, billy ends up um isn't he, he end up like Does he end up punching it? He ends up putting his hand in it somehow,
1: I think. Mm. Okay, I'd have to see that battle again. Uh,
0: I believe he does that. And that's when it starts jabbing him with all its tentacles into Mm -hmm. his body. And then it finally goes through his heart. I'm thinking, oh, my God, he is dead. Mm -hmm. But uh, what is which I'm happy is that um, Max is able to run up to him and say, Billy, Billy. And just at least he was able to see her. That was the last thing he was able to see before he died, mm-hmm. you know, is he was gurgling mm-hmm. and um, she's calling yeah. out his name. It was so sad. I felt really bad for her. Yeah. I mean, to see her brother. Her you brother. Know. Yeah. But I like that Elle consoled her, was hugging her and being her friend.
1: I know. So yeah, that was amazing that all of those kids and people were able to come together, fight, and they, each people like were in different places. Like, yeah, uh, there was a car. You know, they uh, Nancy was driving the car. They got out, and then Hopper and Joyce they were thirty feet below, right? Mm-hmm. And then there were still kids in the mall,
0: and Dustin.
1: Dustin is over there radio, radioing. They're radioing, yeah. and yeah. he's singing his song. <laughs> and then Lucas has the slingshot, and like. The tears, the minds flare from, you know, getting to um, L. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. They're all working. Yeah. They're all doing
0: their part to to get things done. And at that time, um, at that time, Joyce is trying to turn the
1: keys. Yeah, she's like... You know, ee- I know, trying, trying to, to stretch reach it. her body to do yeah. that. Yeah, it was it was so intense. I was like, oh my gosh, crazy. And,
0: and that's when, also, Hopper basically knows... I mean, it's like, to me, he's going to sacrifice himself now because he wants to save his daughter.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he told her that yeah. she needs to stay and he needs to go. So, because yeah. she wanted to, to do it. She thought it was supposed to be her. He's like, no, you need to live. Or you need to be here or something. I need to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh,
0: it was a really, really good episode. And it was a really good scene. And it was, I just loved how they flashed to everybody to see what they were doing. And it was made it very intense. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just really good. It was really sad, too, because then, um, you know, after Joyce turns the keys, the portal closes and the mind flayer dies. Mm. And then, you know, Joyce goes out and reunites with Will and of course Elle is looking for Hopper, but he's not yeah. there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it it's just kinda of heartbreaking. I know it was. And then after the battle mm-hmm. and they show three months later, and Joyce, Jonathan, Will and Elle, who is now living with them, yeah. are moving out of Hawkins. And they all say their goodbyes to the gang, and it is so heart wrenching. Everybody's crying, and Joyce finds the the note, the letter that Hopper wrote for L, and she, uh, and L reads it with Hopper narrating it. And oh my god, it's major waterworks time for I me. I was like,
1: holy crap. Well, it's the letter that he meant to yes. talk to she and Mike, yes, about how much he cares. Yeah, that caring you know
0: basically um, being a parent right and what you hope for your child and and everything else and he talks about you know how much (laughs) he hates that she has to grow up don't we all we always I mean we love our children we want them to be successful and grow up but at the same time we hate it we're like you're growing up yes (laughs) we love our babies yes and but he does tell her it's a part of life and if she makes mistakes to embrace it which I think is so perfect. I'm like, opera. Yeah. Those are brilliant words.
1: Right. What song was playing when they were doing that? Cause I remember a feeling. there right.
0: was a song, but you know what? Right now I can't think of which, which one it is. Yeah. You
1: know, and as they drive up op- yeah. off,
0: Will is visibly upset. Yeah. I just love this actor. I'm like, you are incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it was
0: very moving.
1: I know. I felt really bad. Um, like that there's going to be um, that divide now from, because they're not just moving down the street. They're moving to. Um, Where are they moving to? Uh, was it Chicago? I'm not sure, but yeah, they
0: are moving. I don't know, Near but Illinois? too far. Wherever too far it away. was that they were yeah.
1: trying to go to. Um, yeah, yeah, they had said, but I don't remember either. So yeah, that was, that was heartbreaking. I that moment was really hard and Jonathan and Nancy they're a couple and um Mike I know. and L, you know so yeah it was really good season and finale right yeah okay so the song is Heroes by Peter Gabriel which is really cool because I just watched season one Um, I don't know what episode that we're on, Mm -hmm. but it's when they found Will's body in the lake and they played that same song. (gasps) That's right. Anytime you hear that song, I want to cry. And they played that song in that Mark Wahlberg movie, um, The Lone Survivor. Uh That made me cry.
0: (laughs) That song really gets to you. (laughs) It does. It
1: totally does. So it's like, yeah, it's good. It was a good ending to the Mm -hmm. season, I thought. Um, so th- all about those 80s references, huh? Yeah, yeah, what did you th- what did you love most or like what did you notice?
0: Um. I well, of course, it's the music, of course, right? Music, music, music. Um, Huey Lewis and the News is, you know, in there. And I love how they show the cassette tapes all over the place and Back to the Future movies, the Mm -hmm. posters, it's playing. And um, one thing I had read was that hopper really wanted to punch people because he didn't get to punch people in the previous episode so they allowed him to punch people in this episode or not episode this season and um it, it's a tribute to uh, indiana jones
1: that's so awesome did they use
0: sound effects like indiana jones as well i don't know probably i'm sure they did um
1: but um
0: and blockbuster too right yeah. yeah. So all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. What about I, you? I like them all, of course. And I noticed like the, you know, the food wrappers and packaging like Burger King and Taco Bell. And then, of course, the yeah. 7-Eleven Slurpee. Um, I remember all of those Uh, From my childhood, and that's exactly what it looked like for a long time. And now they have their rebranding, so it looks totally different. Um, But then I was telling you earlier is that I remember when there was always a car Uh in the mall for a raffle, and I would always walk with my mom, thinking, "Wow, that's a nice car." And we'd look inside of uh-huh. it, and then there was like little tickets on side of like on a table, and you could fill out your name and address, phone number, right, and then enter the raffle uh-huh. for that to win that car. And I always wanted to win whatever car of it course. could have been like a Corolla or like <laughs> some random, just you know, Pinto, no, minimal I'm just <laughs> car. Like it was not a big deal, but it was just a cool car in the store. I'm like, "Wow, that is so neat," and I just thought that was really cool um, Sam Goody. There was even like, um, uh, just like clothing stores that I remember from my childhood. So the mall was a really good, uh, reference that they were able to put. I love that they used a mall this season. It was awesome. And then Max and L, they did glamour shots. So I don't know if you oh, ever did. Oh,
0: yeah. That's yeah. so funny. You like it
1: to dress up yes. and, and like, do your makeup and your hair. And then they have clothing props like jean jackets and like lace and just like headbands and things. And they do your makeup all bright. And my mom and I did those. At the mall, Balco Mall. That's so funny. I was, I hate, I'm, I love you, mommy, but I hated them glamour shots. It was not about that. I was such a tomboy in a mall. Ew, why do I have to do this? I didn't want to smile. I didn't want to be cheesy. Like, <laughs> gee, like, I didn't like that. It was no. just not me, but it's funny that they did that. And so I told my kids, uh-huh. I've done that before. Yeah. And they're all, you have? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So I love that. Another
0: thing that I wanted to bring up was, when um, Max and Elle were bonding and um, Elle, I mean, and Max opens up that Ralph Macchio uh, oh, poster. Yeah. I love that from Karate Kid. I'm like, yes! Mm-hmm. Cobra Kai! Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> never I love that. I know, I loved it. That so it was mm-hmm. so cool. No mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. funny.
1: What other things did you notice, Diana? So, in the post-show
0: credits... They show a place, Soviet Union, um, and they go to the cells, and the Russians are say not the American, um, and take another person, and they put him that person in a cell, open up a door, and what comes out? Demogorgon. It comes out and it eats him. Yeah. Well, we think it eats him, right? Because you hear all this noise, like it's
1: jumping on him.
0: Yeah. And then we're left to wonder who is the American.
1: It's gotta be hopper right i hope so i don't i hope that they didn't kill our hopper like i just totally i mean i've always appreciated him and loved him but this season more so because he just touched my heart like he's looking for love he tried to like present himself with the tea the the clothing and the restaurant yeah, the you yeah. trying to woo joyce <laughs> you know knowing yeah. that her um boyfriend has been killed and I just, I'm hoping that it's Hopper next season. He can't go bye-bye. I think
0: it's him. I, I, I'm i thinking, what else? It has to be him. Yeah. I think that was our, uh, I like that they showed it because it was like, you didn't want to wait till next season, then all of a sudden him pop up and you're like, what? He died. So I like that they left us with this so that it's not, you know, it leaves us thinking, oh, he could still be alive. Yeah. So I thought that was good. And, um, you know, I just love the perfectly placed songs in this. <laughs> the, they do it so well all the time. That's what you can do with 80 songs. This is what's so good. But uh, when um, Billy is, um, you know, strutting his stuff as a lifeguard coming out, it's uh, and he's walking toward Mrs. Wheeler, It the it's the song Hot-Blooded, which mm. cracks me up. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this is so funny. Yeah, and so all I the women. In a row, yeah. Are
1: like, Ooh, Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Ooh. They are. Yes. I know. They know exactly what time. Where's Billy? Yeah. And then when he strolls in all yeah. possessed, I'm like, ew. I know. He's all and sweaty. Like, ah, Ooh, <laughs> ah. I love I'd be it. like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, what are the things did you notice, Brooke? Well, and as a hairstylist as I am I noticed that the hair this season was really styled like um Mike's mom her hair was blonde Where in season one her hair was like a dark blonde like and they call it like dirty blonde but it's just because it's a darker blonde um which seemed very like believable and then Nancy's hair in season one was like really toned down just wavy and then in season three Nancy's hair was like really styled like poofy yeah and i understand that it's 80s and then mike's mom's hair was like bleach blonde like i was like who is this lady and i didn't remember her at first because i'm like Mm -hmm. dang she's hot you know and like (laughs) oh that's mike's mom i know i didn't realize it was her at the beginning either like all in that bathing suit cute bathing suit like super (laughs) cute bathing suit like but like the Magenta lipstick and the juicy yeah. lips, and uh-huh. I was like, Man, they're really styled up this season. And like, Nancy, I almost forgot how old she's supposed to be. I'm like, Wait. Did they just graduate high school? Like, why is Steve yeah. working at a ice cream place? And then she's over here in a business suit. I'm all, how old are they supposed to be? So I just thought that was really interesting how they styled the characters yeah. this season. I loved all the striped t-shirts. Yes, me too. Yeah. I loved Max's style particularly. I love Max's style. Mm-hmm. I love how L was styled. Oh, and The Gap. W- was um, shown oh, in okay. um, the mall. And so then they went to the Gap and that's where Elle got her new style and they're doing the fashion show. I thought that was really a good um, attribute to um, this season. And then um, we talked about Nancy working in that male dominant environment yeah. and how degrading and disrespectful, demeaning the men were towards her. And I just, I, I can't stand that, you know? And I'm just so glad and thankful that we have had... Um, the advocacy in our time so that, you know, we don't really have to work in those type of environments anymore. Yeah. Hoping not. Right. Um, I work independently, so I don't experience that at all. But I'm hoping that um, things have really changed since that time. That's disgusting. I know. You know, like, Uh who do you think you are? So I. it was interesting to see that that was going on in the 80s my mom worked in a male dominant industry so it would be interesting to see her point of view she had a lot of friends yeah and they're all very good to her so i don't know if she had that politics going on in her or if she felt Probably. that strong yeah so i actually know yeah. i want to ask her that, that we're talking about it mm-hmm. but, um oh and joyce you know it's all oh, she I thinks know. of bob yeah you know, pretty repetitively. Like when she's sitting there eating dinner alone, Mm -hmm. because Will is over there trying to, you know, listen to the Russians with Dustin and, you know, enjoys eating dinner and just thinking of Bob and watching TV. And I miss him. Yeah. I was so sad when they killed him. And then when they go back to the, um, I guess it was the original laboratory or research center was she went with Hopper, and then she remembered exactly where Bob was oh, killed. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And that was really sad yeah. to see well, of that.
0: Course. Yeah, of course that's going to go through your mind, right? Yeah.
1: And when so you're in I that same place. Her. And then Hopper's yeah. like, come on, Joyce. Yeah. try to get her mind off it, because he was mm-hmm. there, and here he knows. Um, And then we talked about that huge Russian gangster guy <laughs> who was yeah. after Hopper, and he reminded me of the yeah. first Terminator. Yeah. Um, But, you know, not to forget, like, he's the one that killed Alexi. He went up into that... Yeah, um, he did. uh, Like, uh, carnival setting with the mirrors, and he tried to kill Hopper, and Hopper thought he got him, but then he just... He had a bulletproof vest on, so Hopper, he could have killed him. Yeah. But then, of course... He's the Terminator, so he just <laughs> rises up. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I was also wondering if that was an homage to the 80s. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. So, Diana, why do you love Stranger Things? There's so much to love
0: about this show. And I have said it over and over again. I'm going to say it again. I love that this show was set in the 80s. I really think that that's... One huge factor, um, that the music is great, the clothes are fun, and the characters, they're funny, and they're quick-thinking, and they're devoted to each other. And the relationships are well-written and perfectly performed. Um, There's the sci-fi element, along with humor, horror, suspense, and bravery. And I just totally love these characters. I Mm -hmm. just love them. They make them all very smart. Um, or for the most part, pretty smart, you know, and I,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just love that about about this show. So I, I just, I love it. I think it's a great show, and it always hits me. Um, I was telling, starting to tell you that I was rewatching season three again. Just the little tiny moments that I saw, I was so in I was r- reminded again of how much I love it I just think either the acting's good the the it's written well something just sucks you in and you're just all in it when um, Max saw her brother die and my eyes got w- welled up with tears and I only saw a few seconds of it so I'm like this I love the show it's so good so people if you I, I'm assuming if you've you're listening to this because you have watched it. But if you haven't, for some reason, you really should give it a shot and watch it. It's a great show. Brooke, why do you l- love this show?
1: Oh, I'm just taking it all in what you're talking about. And yeah, if you haven't watched it, you, you've, you know, and if you like a little bit of sci-fi, horror, um, a little bit of just scare and also the nostalgia and friendship, and that's mm-hmm. really big, in this um, series, and each season has been totally different, and they focus on, you know, different things. And so I like this season a whole lot more than I thought. That I would You know Billy was super gross <laughs> And <laughs> he was just so gross And I kept relating The season To how nasty He was presented Like every time I think of Stranger Things I think of Billy In those black veins And that sweaty mullet And I just I don't know But I went to bed Creeped out every night After watching it And I love That I can actually Binge this show With my family Even our young daughter yeah. And she loves A good scare uh-huh. and, Uh huh. And of course I love the 80s reference references and the throwbacks I totally love and I love that the kids played at each other's houses they Mm -hmm. played outside and they explored and also got into a little bit of trouble and curiosity and that's how I remember childhood minus the (laughs) sci-fi yeah um you know I'd watch that on tv but uh, I just you know this show was so good it's so good Mm -hmm. so if you could give an award to a Character, quote, or moment, what would you give your award to?
0: My award goes to Elle and Mike because they are the cutest couple. Throughout the season, Mike has always been there for Elle because he adores her. And at one point, he tells her that he was jealous and angry and that he is sorry. Um, He says... This feeling makes him crazy, and she asks, what feeling? He so badly wants to tell her he loves her, mm-hmm. but doesn't. And then in the end, Mike and Elle are saying goodbye, and she kisses him and says, I love you. Aww. She turns to walk away, and she, like, her face is so, like, so excited. She's like, I just did it, Yeah, you know? And um, And I just love that, because... I love that the show can show innocence and maturity. Yeah, all at the same time.
1: Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah, they were cute, minus their disgusting.
0: (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that making out. I was like, ew. They were cute. It was young teenage making out. It wasn't like like, you know,
1: yum yum yum
0: (laughs) yum. Anyways, Brooke. (laughs) Who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment?
1: Well, there are a lot of quotes that were amazing. There are a lot of characters that were amazing. And moments, of course, that were so good. But Joyce is my favorite for this season. She seemed... First of all, less erratic, and she held her composure more and more. And we've been watching season one right now, and she's so freaky of a lady. Mm-hmm. She's strong, she's smart, and she will not be taken for granted. She loves her kids, and she will do anything to protect them. And I I love Joyce. And that's who my award would go to.
0: I agree. She does really care for her kids and her family, and that's yeah. what's important to her. So mm-hmm. I, I... Yeah, I can totally relate to her. Yeah. We both can. And that's why we both... So I think that's a great pick. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback.
1: We will be releasing our new episode on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 9, on August 20th. You can find our blog listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.